And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to New York Talk. This is the Rotherham United podcast. Uh, so all, all you Rotherham fans out there, welcome as always. I understand we've gained some followers uh, and some listeners from, well, they're still in Rotherham, but Sports Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, so good evening, good morning, wherever you all are, you are all welcome. Whenever you'd like to join us, um, nice to have you aboard. Um, Mick is back with us. I know you've become a very popular figure over the last few days. We will come on to all this. If anybody's not on social media, we'll cover all this. Um, hello, Michael. Yeah, hello. I've, uh, it's been a difficult weekend, if I'm honest with you. Was it? Yeah. I mean, oh, other than the 90 minutes of football, I've enjoyed <laughs> this weekend a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ben's back with us. Hello, Benjamin. How is hello. your head today? <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. And Danny, back with us again, mate. Thank you very much for uh, being with us. No worries. Always a pleasure to be here. And uh, can we just say, on the mug, best team in South Yorkshire. <laughs> no matter what the Wednesday fans say, best team in South Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's quite a lot to pick apart from this weekend. Um, we will. I think the best place to start is let's just talk about the game to start with. Let's just get on with that, talk about that, and then if we've got time left at the end, we'll address any other issues. Um, so we ended up losing 2-0, a frustrating game, uh, to say the least. Um, the, cl- the classic game of two halves uh, sort of springs to mind. Um, Danny, let's talk about the first big incident of the game, really, which was Chio coming off. Uh, he was he was outstanding for that 20 minutes or so before he came off. They just, did, as with Morecambe, Plymouth and Wigan, they could not deal with Chio at all. Yeah, exactly. But before we get into talking about the game, we do need to get one of these because, you know. <laughs> right. So, with Chio, um, I think Wednesday's game plan for the game, especially in the first half, was to just get rid of Chio. Not necessarily injuring him. I'm not saying mm. the malicious in that way, but just to try and 
get him like in his own little box where he doesn't really have an impact on the game because they understand he was our best best player effectively and he was for mm. however long he was on the pitch. But as soon as he felt a bit of his hamstring go and then went off, I've seen some of the stats on Twitter. We just sort of leveled off mm. and didn't really threaten goal until the penalty, and then second half completely changed. I, I don't know what changed. I don't know if Wednesday had a kick up the arse from Darren Moore in the changing room, but it's as if they just something just switched on in the Reds and they just went for it and scored twice. But no, Chio will be a massive loss in future games. Hopefully, he's not out too long. Um, but yeah, as soon as Chio went off, the game sort of switched a little bit, and then in the second half it just changed completely. Mm. He had a lot of space, Mick. Uh, I get what Danny's saying. When he when he got into dangerous areas, they tried to press him. But when he when he wasn't within two or three yards of the box, mm. he really did have freedom of Rotherham to just roam up and down that wing up to a point. Yeah. And but that that caused them more problems because they it allowed him to get that momentum and allowed yeah. him to get into the dangerous. If his if his final ball was better, we would have been in a much better position because he got himself into some superb positions before coming off. Well, that, that, that's the story of Chio, isn't it? You know, um, his final ball is still not there at the moment. Uh, and when it does arrive, when he when he does finally uh, master that art of, of putting the dangerous ball into the box consistently, uh, then he'll not long, it will no longer be a Rotherham United player, will he? Um, you know, he'll be playing at a much higher level. So, so yeah, I mean, uh, obviously in terms of Chio, Dana Moore didn't read the, read the script on that, did he? Um, or certainly the team didn't. Uh, because he, he was definitely causing him lots and lots of problems, but you know, he went off, and and that that kind of changed the game. I think probably is is the key moment for me, uh, for, from a Rotherham United point of view, um, in, in terms of how dangerous we looked after that. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. Then, what are your thoughts on Chio? It's, it's, uh, it's been, it was took off as a precaution, according to Paul Warren, um, which, in the grand scheme of things, is the right decision because if we pushed him. We didn't want to put all his eggs into this into this game because there's you know what is it 42 more games to play, and we need him as we need him to play as many as those 42 games as possible. So it was, I assume you can disagree if you like. It was the right decision, precautionary to take him off. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, as soon as he came off, they just picked us apart. Really, if I'm being honest, I think we we tried to attack them, and then when we lost Chio. <laughs> then when we lost Chio, they just they counterattacked us. I mean, when they had the ball, it seemed like we had three players back. And then mm. when we got the ball, we had three players forward. I don't know really know what happened, if I'm being honest. But when he came off? Yeah, I mean, we just lost. Like, we just, I mean, his placement was, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I mean, but we will we will talk and, about it. We'll talk about it, but I'm going to go and get my, yeah. I'm going to go and uh, get my boots out, so I can go get a trial down there. Uh, I think I could be more effective. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, we just lost our way, and they capitalised on that. I think mm. a lot. Yeah, they did. Uh, yeah, I tend to agree with that. Um, yeah, there were just there were there were no real. We'll come on to the penalty in a minute. Danny, but there was no obvious chance in that first half, other than the penalty. We we had most of the ball. It felt like we had most of the ball. We certainly had more of the uh, threatening areas more than them. 
but it's becoming a recurring theme now of turning that attacking play into guilt-edged chances and then taking the chances. There's four games here, I know, but there is a theme cropping up in four games now. Yeah, and I mean, <clears throat> there's only one game that we've lost that we've scored in. The other two have been to nil. Mm. And yeah. and again, that game against Sacrington, it were an absolute worldy from <clears throat> uh, absolute worldy free kick from Sadlier. But I can understand why the club is still after a striker because it adds that extra backup layer. Uh, because because like we've seen, if Freddie's injured or ill, then Coyote steps in and he's not as shall we say rooted in as as mm. more, some of the more experienced strikers are. So you, you see, so you can see. Coyote playing as the second striker alongside Smith, but I still see him as a winger. You know, some people <laughs> might disagree with me, but you know, we saw him play at Carlisle on the wing, and whenever he's playing on the left hand side, he seems to be doing really well. And I don't know, I just see him as more of a winger. But I, I don't know, like you say, there's no, there's no real guilt edge chances. Like we played well against Plymouth. <laughs> Uh, and we got them two chances in the box, but they're the only two goals we've scored in the box. The other one's been a 30-yard free kick and a 25-yard uh, strike from Smithy. So we, we need, I don't know, like saying, say, chances. They, seem, they just seem to escape us. We don't seem to get the ball into the mixer and find a way through. Even if it's just the ball drops within your shoot, we seem, we seem to get the ball on either the edge of the area or just in the area and play it out to somebody. You know, and even though we're one of the highest, um, <clears throat> how, how, how do you put it? We've got the highest shots in the league so far, mm. but yeah. we just seem to be not going on target. We seem to be going, oh, fans have told us to shoot, and you shoot. You know, but then when you have the opportunity to shoot and it could be on target, you sort of pass it uh, alongside the midfield a bit more. Like I want to see more shots from from Rathbone, from Wales, from Lindsay. I want to see Ogbeni when he's fit have more shots. I want to see Miller have more shots. Like we saw in pre-season, the, that midfield, four if, uh, four or five, if you like, they were shooting more, you know. Mm. <laughs> they were just shooting more. And we seem to have now dropped back and gone, oh, no, that's a striker's job. They'll, they'll shoot <clears> unless they get the ball in the box and then they have a go at it. So uh, could we be braver going forwards? Yes. I mean, the only... Real opportunity, other than a bit of a goal line scramble in the second half, was sadly his penalty. And other than that, our our strike force was kept very quiet, which is a bit, mm. a bit worrying when it's a when it's a South Yorkshire derby, you know. <clears throat> but yeah, like like you say, we just seem to be lacking that you know, that initiative to go. You know what? Have, have more shots at goal. Don't be worried if they get if you, if it misses because it's a goal kick and you can sit and you can sit back again. You know, mm. and get your shape again. But we seem to be worried to just go. You know what? Have a go. You know, there's a fine line, isn't there? Though, because you're yeah, yeah, exactly. We're, we're, we're going to talk about sadly a lot tonight. To but me, there were a couple going... of times in second half where sadly he's just taking shots. It's just where there's enough... nowhere on earth he should be taking. I, I don't know how to say it without swearing, but you know, you throw enough at the wall and hoping some sticks. Like it's just not the way Spaghetti. you play football. Yeah, yeah forget it. Maybe that's like, like <laughs> sadly. When you got to Sunday League, right? You could do that. When you get to get playing against smart players, and as you go up the levels, that's not going to work. Like that, that to me, that I've never seen uh, a team go far by taking long shots. Like I, sadly, I, did. I, I yeah. hate, I hate, I hate the way the game is played. And it's like that because when you're on that team, it's like I'm open. Yes, pass. Oh, okay, shot. When that yeah, happens I, I the agree. game, I want you to go and smack it. 
There's a couple of different I, points, I though. I, 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 I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he's more talking about there were two two standout moments for me where they, we should have took long shots yesterday. Coyote in the first half skinned yeah. a couple of people and it opened up for him. It were gonna. He didn't take the shot. It, it were gonna, mm. and he got tackled. It, yeah, we were doing but that slow when he's sloping. And then there were one in the second half, which might have been wild. I can't wait where we clicked. It was basically not clean through on goal, but I had a really good view of the goal. And he just chose to knock it out wide. When you're bearing yeah. down on goal like that, just take your opportunity. The difference yeah, just, is were just. And, and, and like you say, with with Coyotes, he was tackled, but mm. could have took it earlier or passed it out wider. But then again, that, that could come down to his uh, his experience as a second striker. Yeah, and, and then playing on the wing at Carlisle, you know, he's come inside and he's probably like, well, shall I pass it? You know, and then he's been tackled. Uh, same with Wales. Wales. Probably could probably could have had a shot, but then again, it's one of them things of if it goes miles over, you know, all hands get thrown up in air because it was rubbish. Um, but now it's like even with Coyote winning the penalty, it would have run down the left hand side and it caught out their defence, and that's why he's won the penalty. And uh, and I don't care what the Wednesday fans say on Twitter, it wasn't a dive. <laughs> it was it wasn't a dive. It was a penalty. It, and you know, fair play on saving it. No complaints for that. I think it was a foul. Oh, it was yeah. not in the area. Listen, listen, <laughs> interesting. Listen, listen. It's pa- not Pat- a penalty. Let's be fair. Never been a penalty. Patterson's tried fouling him from halfway line. Patterson's finally caught with him, and Coyote's done the clever thing and slowed down when he gets near the box because he was never going to shoot. Like like Dennis said, he was coming on the left hand side. He's not going to be able to get a shot off, so he he slowed down. And he's throwing himself into the box. There is contact. I'm, it's absolutely a foul. Absolutely 100% foul. You can just shake your all you want. It's contact. It's a contact sport. This it's is what really go. annoys me. Because take, that's take that never... bingo. I want, I want, I want. I don't know if anyone watched the Arsenal game earlier, right? Saka <laughs> has been tripped up. Accidentally been tripped up. No foul. Whatever. That's fine. Not going to give that. That's fine. It's contact sport. Yesterday, man. That's not even a foul in basketball. And genuinely, not even a foul in basketball. It's, I watch, but it's not in basketball, and that's a non-contact sport. So why is it a foul in our sport? It really, what is a foul? Genuinely, someone tell me what's a foul. Please that was a foul. What, a foul what is a foul? I'm asking a question. He's tried to pull him down what's on about foul? three separate occasions. Not answering my question. What's a foul? It varies on the situation. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. That was a foul. <laughs> Personally. Was a foul. Anyway, but... It was outside the area. We, we, where we sit, I'm making Ben. I didn't, I didn't think about that. If, if we, we all said straight away, that's outside the area. We all said straight away, that's outside the area. And we're all a bit of shock. They actually gave the penalty in the box. I was very surprised. Um, but what it does, it allows us to blame the referee for losing the game. Because if, they ha- if, they hadn't, if we hadn't got the penalty <laughs> and we hadn't missed it, that, that was... Although we talked about Chio being a, being a change of point, it was... That penalty was the turning point of the game. It, they might as well have scored a goal and put themselves one. The momentum shift in the game was instant and dramatic. I don't. Well, I've got a couple of things on it to be honest with you. Uh, first of all, just very quickly, well, just to go back, that wasn't a penalty. It wasn't a foul. It was a dive. It dove from outside the area into the area. Yeah, there were contact. Yeah, there were tussling football. That's all they were doing. It was not a penalty. They weren't. They weren't. That, so, let's, not, let's not use the adjective well, of tussling because that describes manliness. That wasn't manly. They were, st- they were running, they were running next to each other. Describe manliness? 
Well, what, so now it's got aggression, uh, contact, aggression. Whatever. Don't like the old stereotype, is but, 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 you know what I mean. mean <laughs> having said all that, yeah, it did change the game a little bit. I, I, but it was right on the stroke of half time. So I, I don't mean, really yeah. think that you can you can necessarily say that that was what had an impact on the, on the second half performance for from us. Yeah, it would have been nice to score. Yeah, absolutely. It was a good save. There's no doubt about it. Whether he was still on his line when ball were kicked is another matter altogether. But, you know, what can you do? You're never, ever going to get that given. So you, you accept that. And I'm not going to complain about that. Uh, it was a cracking save. And, and to be fair, he was there. Their, their keeper was their standout player, weren't he? It was, well, he was the yeah. only standout player, to be fair. But only player that getting our team. Uh, well, well, we'll come on to that. Um, so, so I don't. I'm not convinced it was it was that necessarily that was the the shift in momentum. Although obviously it didn't help, did it? Yeah. No, but you, you you're going you're going one nil up. Yeah. And it's and I think I, I, what I mean by the it's given them a lift, but it's also kicked us in mm. as well. It's from a twofold point of view. We we didn't come out the same team, and yeah, I, I accept that they came out the better than they were, but we did not come out the same team. No, we 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 turned as bad as well as they turned well. Uh, so that that didn't really make much sense, but I think you know what I mean. You say that though, Matt, and I know we'll, we'll obviously we'll go on to the second half. Um, I don't. I, we didn't play that much differently in the second half, and neither did they. I don't think there was a massive change in in the balance of the game at all at any point until that until that second goal. That was a point at mm. which, for me, the difference. In attitude towards the match between the two teams changed. Um, up until that point, I don't think I don't think it changed it that much. I don't think the performance differed that much. We maybe didn't create quite as much in that first part of the second half. Created nothing. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. In the entire so, half. Let's not let's not yeah. sugarcoat it. I'm not sugarcoating it. Let's go bit by bit. Let's go bit by bit. Yeah. I think let's cover Can their goals. Can we go back to the penalty? Go on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is Coyote? I want to ask a question. Why is Coyote not taking it? Because Coyote goes down, right? Wins the penalty, right? Penalty or not, mm. whatever. Picks the ball up, walks away, say, I'm having it, I'm having it. Some, uh, someone, whatever, right, says, sadly, is having it. Okay, cool. Sadly, goes and misses it. So why the hell am I, is Coyote not allowed that penalty? Because if, if he's in the team for, and this is what someone said, He's a dead ball specialist, right? A penalty is a free throw if you're in a team for a dead ball specialist. Why is why I mean if I'm coyote, I'm asking serious questions, if I'm being honest. On why I'm you not are. I, I accept serious that I've seen a lot of people say this on Twitter. I've seen this argument a lot on Twitter, and I, I sort of understand what people are saying, sort of, but for most professional football teams and for most professional sports. When it comes to any type of dead ball set piece situation, you have a certain person for a certain role. You know, you have a penalty competition or a free kick competition in training, right? He does this because he's done that. You know, rugby, you have obviously a defined kicker, defined thrower, cricket, you've got defined people for defined roles in fielding positions, for example. That's why Sadler took the penalty because he is our penalty taker. This goes back to Birmingham last year, scored a penalty at Birmingham last year, and it was a superb penalty, unstoppable. This one was a bit lower. Than that, I if I was Cody, yeah, I probably would be a little bit annoyed. But he's got to annoyed. understand, he's got to understand that it's a team game. Number one, it's a team game, and number two, more team importantly, off. more importantly, there would have been a discussion at some point that Sadler is the penalty taker. 
So Coyote should never have thought, tried to take that penalty. Um, this is a little bit of a dig at Coyote, but I, I, for me, it's not a big deal. He shouldn't have tried to take the penalty because he knew he wasn't meant to take it. So there's no blame on Sadly, there for me for that for that situation. I, I think it's just an eagerness to get his first senior yeah. goal for Rotherham. I think that's all yeah. it was. I mean, Absolutely. like you said, the club does have designated uh, dead ball takers, free kicks, corners, and penalties. Now, I think if Barley's was on the pitch, he would have had the penalty because he right, scored yeah. the penalty against Sheffield Wednesday last time because he was on the pitch. But because he wasn't, the pecking order must be Barley's or sadly a Smith. I don't know, mm-hmm. but. Like like you say, it's not it's not having a go at KO Day for wanting to take the penalty because you can understand wanting to get the first senior goal for the club Absolutely. that's <clears throat> that's nurtured you from academy level. But at the same time, it's the thing of sadly uh, must be just higher up in the pecking order in terms of taking penalties. Now, like you say, if KO Day had taken it and missed it, the argument's there of well, why is KO Day taking it? Because yeah. sadly has missed it, the argument is well, why hasn't KO Day taken it because he's won it. You know, if Smith if Smith had taken it and scored it, there'd be massive praise on Smith for scoring the penalty. It's it's just one of them arguments where if it's swung one way, the argument will swing the other way. Proper swings and roundabouts argument for me. Yeah, fair enough. Mick, thoughts? Anything? Anything more to add on that? Uh, yeah, it's it's fine, isn't it? As soon as soon as somebody misses a penalty, Captain Hindsight comes along and says somebody else should have took it, don't don't they? You know what I mean? Mm. And, and we seem to have got quite a few of them in our fan base, much like every other club, I guess. You know? Oh, well, I'd have done it this way. Well, you would do now, yeah? Now you know the result. <laughs> you know? I mean, if it were me yesterday, I'd have played I'd have played a completely different side and scored more goals than Wednesday. But obviously, I'm not manager. No, well, no it's, yeah, it's just It's just nonsense. It's nonsense yeah. for me. We have a designated penalty taker. Sadly, as that man when he's on pitch. End of. Yeah, yeah he mm-hmm. didn't score it. It we wasn't did. a terrible penalty, let's be fair. No, it was a decent no. enough penalty. No. It wasn't amazing, but it was decent enough. It was, it was plenty decent. of power. Enough. It wasn't enough, but it was decent. Well, it wasn't obviously yeah. missed, but... Well, exactly. Well, that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was it was a decent penalty. It took a very good save. Yeah, well, it, was save. A, it was a good penalty. It was a good, it was a good penalty. A good penalty, good save. Good mm. penalty, yeah, good save. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then 50th minute, again, Mick, I said to you on about the 48th minute, something mm. like that. There's a goal coming here, yeah. and the, the, it was just happening. There, there was a momentum shift. I don't think they were playing spectacularly, but they had the ascendancy. There's no doubt they had the ascendancy in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good ball out wide. We'll come on to the issues with it in a minute. It's a good ball out wide. Wes Harding, questionable defensively, but um, yes. And then the ball's coming to Florian Cambiri, who apparently we were linked with in the summer, which is obviously, you know, another, another good thing. Um, yeah, make. There were, we're going to sound like sour grapes. Uh, I imagine get get ready to clip this Wednesday fans. Um, <laughs> it was offside twice. It was offside twice. The, the first initial ball again. You can't see this on the telly. And again, me, I said this already. Me, Mick, and Ben can say this. We were banging in line with that goal. And it wasn't offside. It wasn't. It was offside. We do. Oh my god! Again, it wasn't. It doesn't gonna, matter. Gonna, again, that's not the I'm reason gonna, the goal went in. It was awful defending. Two points to this again. For me and Mick, it was offside. You say it wasn't okay. I don't care. Second, it was offside. The second ball that came in was also offside. The main okay. issue I have with it is that in the first half, that linesman, every marginal offside against us, it was given, and there was something got right, something got wrong in the first half for me. But every single marginal offside, he flagged it off. I, th- I think that's a bit lazy. But if you're going to do that, not a problem. That was at best 
it was offside, but at best it was marginal. And he chose not to give it offside compared to the ones in the first half, mate. Yeah, it's what you expect. I'm not going to complain about it. I'm not going to moan about it um, because we should have done better. Wes Hardy yeah. made his first mistake probably while he's been with us at club. To, to he learn. made some mistakes last year. Let's not let's not sugarcoat things. Why are we sugarcoating things? Wes Harding's made another mistake. <laughs> I mean, I mean not, how, yeah. how many more is going to be allowed to make? That's not my Sack point. It. Get rid of him. This is It's not his first. Get baller on. Get rid of him. It's not his first. Wes Harding's one made of few. One yeah, of, but let's not. One of. The few mistakes he's made whilst he's been at the club, it was very, very weak in that challenge, and he allowed himself to be bullied, which is very unlike him. Mm. Um, and, and from that point on, you know, it's only going one way. Once he's passed Wes Harding, that's it. It's game over unless unless Victor can pull off a, a stunning save. So, so we've gifted him that that goal's been gifted to him by by some poor defending for me. Um, I'm not going to shout at Wes Harding. I'm not going to moan and groan about it. It happens in football. You know, players get out of position. They get they get out-muscled every now and again. It's disappointing, but, you know, it, it happens, doesn't it? There's, there's, there's nothing, we can, nothing else we can say about it. I'm not convinced, having watched it back, that the second ball, the ball across, is offside. When the ball's played, the player is behind the ball. It didn't look like it at the time. The first ball out wide is, in my view, offside, but... Whatever, you know, you're not going to get them. You, you, we know what we get. We know what to expect from officials in this league. So you've got to run with it. You've got to run with it. And we've got to defend better. And we didn't. So we got what we deserved. Yeah. I think that pretty, pretty much sums it up pretty yeah. well. Ben, anything to add on, on the goal? It was a mistake. I mean, I, those I, things. I've watched highlights back. I mean, I love Woody to death, but he's joggy. Like, I don't know if he thought it would what spectator in game or what but it beats how hard in and it's a nice casual walking park like come on i know you're not you saying bold but i mean try and get a blocking or something like i'm not another defending guru but like i don't know what crack is i don't know what the talk i don't know whether the the talk to just let them score and then go again or what the crack is to be honest with you it's my point because everyone's jogging blaming the lines and that's not going to do anything because the lines are not going to overrule a goal that's never, I don't think I've ever seen that happen without VAR. So, I mean, it was just poor defending. I mean, didn't it happen to Sunderland on the same day? I don't know. I didn't watch it. I, didn't <laughs> I think so, didn't Sunderland score a last-minute goal and the linesman flagged it. <laughs> and that was a week before, weren't it? And, oh, and it was, a week before. And, and right. it was offside. That. Oh, the Burton one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's one of them that could have gone either way. For me, it was offside, and it could have he he probably should have given it. But at the same time, it's just a frustration compared to the first half for me. His decision making the first half was different to that goal. Um, but it's league one officiating, I suppose, to ask for consistency is maybe a little bit too much. Um, yeah, just a bit. Um, then the second goal came on the seventy seventh minute, and this goal, Danny, was almost as heartbreaking as the entire defeat because. It happened to Victor, and it's a yeah. silly little mistake he's made. But it, I just got it happened to him. I'm generally got it happened to him. Yeah, and you can and you can see how good it made him as well because he came around to the fans and apologised afterwards, mm. as if he was saying it's my it's my fault. It were a two goal, it were a two goal yeah. margin. Um, but 
I don't know if this is this is going up before the match day vlog or after. Wednesday fans will enjoy that one and ripping it to shreds. <laughs> um, but every, everyone in the North Stand thinks he saved it, mm. so we're all ready to go. Way he saved it, but then we realise that all oh, Wednesday fans have jumped up, and it's like well, what's just happened. Mm. And the only way I really saw the fault in it was by watching it back. And he's it's just it's a Rob Green mistake. He's tried to get the ball and it's just gone behind him and then Gregory's pounced on it. Mm. Now, you should you, you could argue that that could be a follow-up issue with the defence. You know, you need to never think he's got it 100%. Always check, you know. But, like you say, it's, it's, it's so heartbreaking because I don't want it to happen to Victor, who, again, doesn't make a lot of mistakes. You know, I think that is his and, first one for us, not far off his first one. Yeah, well, his first major, major mistake yeah. that's cost us a goal. And then second, it was an undeserved second goal, in my opinion. And again, Wednesday fans watching, thank you for the views. Make sure you like and subscribe, all that stuff. <laughs> you can clip this as much as you like. But the quality, well, the way the quality of their team against us didn't deserve a second goal. I'm going to hold my hands up and say they deserve to win, right? Oh, yeah. Because I, I, because they edged it second half, I'll admit that. But a two-goal scoreline flatters them a bit. Because I, I, I don't know, I don't know. I said at half time, for, uh, next scorer will win this, and I was I was right. But the two goal scoreline flattered them a bit because after that, their first half performance, it deserved to be a single goal scoreline. And then you could say, well, they they edged the second half, they uh, they edged the first half, saved the penalty, then they edged the second half and they took the chance. Fair enough, but. I, I, I don't know. A two-goal scoreline seemed to flatter them a little bit. It puts us in a similar on a similar pedestal to the game against Doncaster, and Chef Wednesday were by far the better team against Doncaster. But a single-goal scoreline would be uh, more suited to the performance mm. on the pitch, in my opinion. Yeah, I think you're probably right there. I know. I don't know what 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 started the past week about sugarcoating players. Talk about Lindsay Hansen's first mistake. Did he? Not give up a goal against Accrington from poor keeping. Awful. more debatable. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't complete. One of those, if you were being very critical, you could have blamed him. Very. I mean, come on. Well, okay, that's fine. I mean, he pulled off a wonder save, and then it just happened to fall. Uh, but again, Danny mentioned it. You can. No, not that one. Not that one. The first goal on Accrington. Oh, the one where Mattox stitched him up for poor, def- poor defending. Yeah. Yeah. He got stitched up from poor defending. It's no need to make a mistake. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I mean no, whoa, 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 whoa. If one person makes a mistake, well, that's it. I, I, can, I don't have to do my job because he's made a, I don't have to take fault. He's made a mistake. No. But it, no. It didn't. Okay. As soon as that shot goes, situation starts again. They're two separate, situ- separate situations. Massive made a mistake. Your handsome made a mistake. Let's not combine the we, two. We, we, we have talked about this, but the, the, that, that could go. Matuk made a mistake in, in, in mistake unsighted of Johansson. Which meant he didn't see it until the very last second, which is why the goal went in. He can't see Whatever. through people. Whatever. Unfortunately, that would that would be very helpful as a goalkeeper if you could see through people. That solve solve a lot of problems. Yeah. Um, so Ben, your sympathy to Victor is minimal. Yeah, I know, I've got a lot of sympathy for him. I okay, think it's a, I think it's a stupid mistake, but mm. like, I, he's human. He's a young goalkeeper uh, who just hasn't. You know what I mean? He hasn't, he's a human goalkeeper. That's another way to put it. It's an awful mistake to do. 
I mean, respect to Barla, so I went straight up to him uh, mm. to come see him. But I mean, his head didn't drop. So what to obviously what? to what's the word? Not the Barla's went up to console Not him. Not conceive him. Console him. Conceive him. You want to conceive no, him? Console him. him. <laughs> that, that, console that's him. that's a different kind of show. That Ben. That, that, that's yeah. a completely different <laughs> podcast. He went. He went to console him. Uh, so I respect to him. But no, console him, not consult console. him. All right, console him. Let's <laughs> console him. Uh, and oh, his head is dropped. So, yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, I, the irony is, Mick, again, something else we've talked about in the game. He made a save against Lee Gregory about five minutes before the mistake. And I, I literally said to you, I love that man eat more and more each game. And then 10 minutes later, he throws it back at net for him, doesn't he? It's, um, it is what it is, isn't it? You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of glad it was Victor and not Blackman that made it. Otherwise we'd have to be going through all that on, uh, on social media. Um, an entirely different reaction from our yeah. set of supporters from that, for that mistake that conceded a, a, a goal against Sheffield Wednesday at home in front of the Sheffield Wednesday supporters to the ones that mistakes that Blackman made against nondescript sides that mean nothing and yet got slated to hell. So it's it does, you know, uh, but anyway, whatever. I, I feel for him. I feel for that, but he will learn from it, won't he? You know? Yeah. And, and on a positive note, it, it, a few minutes after that, he came out and cleaned a couple of people out to punch yeah. the ball out. Yeah, so he, absolutely. He, he got over it. It was yeah. brilliant. That were amazing. He came out like Tom Daly. It were hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Yeah. And love Victor. And um, we wouldn't change him for the world. We wouldn't change him for anybody else in this division. Let's put it that way. Absolutely. Uh, then it's petered out then. The game just did just peter out. We, we, Warnie said in his post-match that when it got to 2-0, his view from the sideline was that the players lacked the belief to get back into the game at 2-0. Which is... A bit of a concern, but I suppose at the same time, because of the manner of the second goal and because we missed a penalty, you can sort of see why there's such a deflation of the players because of the circumstances. Can you blame them by the time the full whistle went, they had more fans in than us? I'm asking mm. a genuine question. They had more fans in than us. So how, what, what play, if we even got momentum, it weren't going to work because they had more fans than us. So what belief is there to have? Yeah, yeah, fair, fair comment. That never leave a football game early. No, people shouldn't, but people do. It happens. But I mean, yeah. this, this is what I said to one of my mates. I said, you know, you didn't see the swathes and swathes of people leave when we were seven nil down to Man City. Yeah. So, so why is it any different against Chef Wednesday? Like, I get people are annoyed, and you know, we've lost two nil to Chef Wednesday, which is like sinful behaviour to our fan base, losing two nil to a local rival, but. You can't leave a football game early. Like we said on the podcast, what what stupid percentage was it of goals are scored late on in South Yorkshire derbies? But about yeah. six, ten, ten like, in the last five years or something like that. Yeah, so it's like, why leave early? Mm. You know, it's, it's not a dig at anybody. I'm sure people will have the reasons, you know. But if you have the opportunity to stay until the end, stay until the end. You know, get your money's worth. We're Yorkshire people. Get your money's worth. <laughs> it's, it's funny. Yeah, but people have the reasons. It's funny to have the reasons when you tune up. Like, it's in bad. It really is in bad. Yeah, uh, did, did you not know? That, did you know that football fans are fickle? Then it's football fans. Let's exaggerate. <laughs> football fans. No other fans. Well, are, football fans. Yeah, people support in different ways. Let's be kind about it. People support in different ways. 
That's that's probably as kind as I can put it, but <laughs> I think well, I think we found that out of a weekend, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Away from football. Yes, we have. <laughs> um let's talk about some positives which do sort of talk about the way Wednesday played as well. Um I thought Danny, I'm interested in your, your thoughts. We we've all talked this bit on Saturday, but I thought Jamie Lindsay was superb. He we've talked about Barry Bannon on a previous show. And although Mick wouldn't have missed that at 11, he clearly is one of their best players. Well, by the fan reaction, he must be their best player they've ever had. Yeah. Uh, but Jamie Lindsay stood by his side for the full, up until the second goal. And Bannon didn't have any impact on the game. He, he couldn't get an impact on the game. He had, he had the odd flick. But in terms of the actual football inside of things, Jamie Lindsay just did a superb job of taking him out of the game. Yeah, I mean, for the, uh, for the amount uh, of uh, chatter on the Wednesday socials about how good Barry Bannon is, if, if you're talking that highly of him, he didn't live up to that hype against us, if that makes sense. Mm. And like you said, Jamie Lindsay was was put on to man Mark Bannon and he did it really well. Like I said, there were a couple of fleeting chances where Bannon uh, got the ball and took it upfield where Lindsay was probably caught out because he was, I don't know, more in advanced, more advanced position or whatever it was. But in terms of meaningful impacts on the game... Bannon was kept very quiet by Lindsay. Same with Wing. Wing was kept very quiet in that game. And I think if Bannon wasn't the captain, it'd have been took off at a similar time to Wing to freshen up the midfield a little bit. But I think our midfield three did superbly yesterday. Like, uh, Wiles did really well. He put himself about quite a lot. Uh, a lot of the fans who were sat around me were going, Wiles is having an exceptional game. He's played really well. And if that's because he's a Rotherham fan and he's got a bit between his teeth, I'm not sure, but he played really well. Lindsay, I wouldn't say man marks Bannon out of the game, but he certainly um, certainly impacted on Bannon's performance. We'll say that. And then Rathbone was really it was really good. So he's had another good game, man, another man of the match performance. And personally, I don't know why they took him off. Personally, I don't know because he was running our midfield a little bit. But mm. anyway, I've got the manager. It's not my decision to make. But there you go. <laughs> yeah. We we did we one of them we sort of won the midfield battle, but in the end they did win the midfield battle, not because and they ended up winning the game because of it. It was did they though? I saw they, 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 they won the battle. I, people right. We had, they had a chance in the first half. Uh I can't remember they skied it, right? Uh, on Bannon. Or whatever his yeah. name is. Bannon drops back, Lindsay comes back, hole the size of Atlantic River opens up. They go through and nearly score. Second half, Bannon's winning through, plays a little pass. Lee Gregory one-on-one misses it. Bannon's playing on a Premier League team. That's two goals. Personally, I think Bannon is the second-best midfielder in this league behind Wing. What he does to mentally... You think Wing's better? Behind who? This week? (laughs) It was the best player in every game last year. Uh, let's be I, real. I, I need another beer if that's the way of thinking. Let's be real. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, a bad game against us. I think you were nervous, but that's a, that's a big question mark, isn't it? I thought they won the mm-hmm. midfield battle. Yeah, Lindsay didn't man mark him out, but didn't have a touch. But they won the game. I think it's more of a case of we we won the battle but lost the war. Yeah, that's a very good way of putting it. Ben's, Ben's, right. Ben's got a big part on this, that Bannon had a big impact on the game. He did. Because he did. Lindsay had to man-mark him. Bannon don't play in that game, playing. they don't yeah. win. Bannon yeah. don't play in that game, they don't win. Because the way yeah. he uses it, it's, they they dominated us, right? 
They dominated us. So, yeah, it's all good. Lindsay, Lindsay, man, Mark and Bannon. They're still dominating us. So, what's the point? Personally, I think they dominated us because Bannon used it against us. If you've seen it from goal kicks, he dropped all the way down to the box so they could knock it in behind. I think Personally, it's one of the smartest players I've seen. Play I, I, can, I can see what I Ben's saying see. because I, I think in the first half, we, um, we won the midfield battle, but in the second half, they worked it out. He worked it out, and because Bannon is a smart footballer, we're not den- we're not denying he's a good player. So before the Wednesday fans start clipping us again, we're not we're not saying he's a bad footballer. We're saying that in the first half, Lindsay controlled him and kept him quiet. In the second half, it, it, in the second half, it was more lively because he understood what Lindsay were doing. Granted, mm. he still didn't have the impact uh, that Wednesday fans hype him up to have, but he played really smartly and then took Lindsay further and further back, and then that created space behind him. Bannon was a smart footballer, but he wasn't necessarily a uh, an exceptional footballer on the day he, on Saturday. He, he figured it out from minute one. That's why he kept dropping. I, I don't, I don't think he did. I, think I, yeah. I, I was watching him the whole game. I, I, I swear that I was watching him the whole game because I was like, okay, you know, I've seen him on TV. What's all this hype about? And he was, it was the way he moved off the ball, the way he did little things where it was it came to him, made two players closing in on his corner, and he faked the faked the long shot, took it out and played a simple pass. Like, I ben, don't know how to explain it, man. But I was ben, watching the whole game. If there's somebody behind, if there's a Wednesday fan behind the camera with a gun, just blink twice and we'll send somebody around. <laughs> I'm being dead serious, man. Like, I really don't like Wednesday, right? I really don't like Wednesday. But Bannon is a very good footballer. He's it's a very good He wouldn't, he wouldn't end the game. There's no question about that. He wouldn't end the game. I'm did he? That one. Did he win? Yeah. Did he win the game, or did our mistakes cost us the game? Well, this is the thing. Fans look at the, 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 this the headline fans... from Paul Davis's uh, article was: "Are UFC hand Wednesday the win?" And this that's not be... far off, right? This is because fans, fans look at the game, right? We all look at the game, right? Of who's got the ball? Who's got the ball? Who's got the ball? That didn't. That man didn't really have the ball. Don't mean he didn't play very well. Okay, Mick. Jump in. You've been very quiet. I'm enjoying it. Well, you know, I mean, I've said what I've, I've said what I've said about Bannon in in, in the previous one, and um, uh, somehow um, it's been clipped and put all over the internet. I assume by Sheffield Wednesday fans watching a Rotherham United podcast, which I find a little bit peculiar, to be honest. Hi guys. Hi. <laughs> hello. Um, hello. Like and subscribe. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I, I said what I said. I've watched him. You've got to bear in mind, and I'll put some context into what I said, so don't clip this bit because this will obviously ruin any anything else. Um, I'm a Rotherham United supporter, just to let you know, just so you're aware. As a consequence of being a Rotherham United supporter, the football I watch generally involves Rotherham United. Um, I do not watch Sheffield Wednesday, except when they're playing Rotherham United. So... I know what people talk about Barry Bannon. They say, is this, is that, is the other. I've not seen that. I've not seen it. I've never seen it when he's played against... He's never, never hurt us, has he? No. Yes, he did. He won them the games. Mate, mate, you know, you know, I've been always mute with you when we're in like uh, the post. Uh, yeah, I should, do, you... I should do that, shouldn't I? Yeah. <laughs> he, 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 he hasn't won us. He, he didn't win them the game. We gave them the game. We've covered that, you know. We, we gave them both goals. Um, he may have played well off the ball. He may have done. And, and the fact that that Paul Warren felt the need to, to man mark him clearly shows that he respects him as a player uh, and, and respects the fact that he can do some damage. He hasn't done that for us, to us. He may have torn other teams apart, I don't know. 
Um, I don't know how old he is. I don't know if he's, you know, if, if he's that good. I, he didn't. He's not. I don't know why he's not featuring in Scotland squad if he's if he's that good. But you know, I mean, I suppose the same people are singing his praises. Now, yeah, McGinnon, will have been, will have been, so get will have been the same people are singing his praises now in the summer will have been saying how crap Scotland are and yet he still can't get in that side. So I don't know. I don't know. For me, yeah, all right. He might be a good player. He's never done it against us. That's where I get my information from. I don't watch Sheffield Wednesday because I'm not a Sheffield Wednesday supporter. I'm a Rotherham United supporter. In terms of Lewis Wing, I think Lewis Wing showed on Saturday exactly what we talked about in that last podcast in the fact that his, his head is not in the right place. He was absolutely frightened to death on Saturday. Frightened to death. He just did not get involved in the game at all. And when he did, he was ineffective. Um, and that's what Lewis brings to your team. That's what Lewis Wing brings to your team. We said it on Saturday, and then he will continue to do that. He'll have flashes of brilliance throughout the season, Sheffield Wednesday fans, so you'll be able to sing your lovely song about him. But I'm telling you now, he ain't magic. He don't wear the magic hat <laughs> and he ain't going to win your promotion on his own. He might score you a couple of goals. But and if he scores goals, they'll be worldies. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's like yeah. the goals he scored for us were, were all were effectively worldies. But he's, yeah. he's not got that, I don't know, mentally he's not in the right place, I don't think. And I think that's why he's not playing for Middlesbrough. It's why he's not playing championship. And that's why he got substituted in 70 minutes or whatever, because he's completely ineffective. From a, from a footballing point of view, from a purely on-the-ball footballing point of view on Saturday, it was as effective as Bannon was. I can't say that. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 suspect, <laughs> I suspect the hope from Wednesday is that Bannon's experience will help wing along. Yeah, that, that's That's got to be their plan. Um yeah. Maybe we lacked the experience last year. I mean, that's why it didn't necessarily work out in our midfield as well as it could have. Because we do like that. We did like that experience in midfield. Yeah, absolutely. Wing, we brought wing in to bring in the experience, which is potentially an issue in itself. Ultimately, if when you're looking at a player like Barry Bannon, if you're going to put him in your midfield, then he's there for the experience. He's there to show other players. The likes of Ben Wiles, the likes of Ben Wiles, who was better than Barry Bannon on the ball on Saturday more effective on the ball, more effective at breaking down play, more effective at creating creating attacks, by a long way, because he well, wasn't man marked, because he wasn't taking out the game. He, he didn't have he, he didn't have the ball taken away from him or that or those opportunities taken away from him like Bannon did. So so you know yeah I'm sure he's a good player. There's loads of good players. Let's not, yeah, I'm a field there's there's some yeah, absolutely. Not, not every club has a Jamie Lindsay who can go yeah. man marking. A lot of people don't yeah. have that type of player. We 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 have that player who can go man mark a player like that. Yeah. Let's not get touchy about it. You know, he's, he's, he's nobody's dad. He's nobody's son here. You know what I mean? He's just a professional footballer. Some people like him. Some people don't. I don't. Yeah. Why don't we change his nickname to can Ben Bannon? So. Can I say? Can I say one last thing on him, Matt? Yeah. And I don't say this lightly. He's one of the smartest footballers I've ever seen play live. I've ever watched. We watched Manchester City. We yeah, watched Kevin De Bruyne and David Silva. Yeah, I know. I yeah, I know. That's why I said one of, not the. So you're putting him in that bracket? Are you being serious? That. Yeah, well, 
I'm not putting him in the De Bruyne bracket. But everyone else outside Man City, everyone else about Man, everyone else, everyone else outside of Man City that we played, I can't really think of one. Wait, what he does off the ball. What I will say is we missed an entire season last year where we weren't live watching live football. So there's probably some people last year which did similar jobs. Again, it's different watching it on iPhone than it is watching it live. Uh, for me, this is just my opinion. Kevin De Bruyne is a better player than Barry Bannon. Just my opinion. <laughs> that's, not, that's not what I said, though, is it? That's, oh, that's not what I said. Uh, Wednesday fans won't like that, so I apologise. I don't apologise. Um, anyway... I tell you what, if you're going to clip anything from this video, you can clip me spitting out my water when you said we've played Manchester City and then my bottle somehow fainting off my table. <laughs> if you're going to clip anything, clip that from today. My days. <laughs> oh, Ben, I tell you now, mate, this place won't be the same way, aren't you? I'm stand by you, yeah. I, know I do I'm not. I stand that's by it. That's why I like it, mate. I don't agree with you, but that's why I like it. Um, let's talk about some non-footballing issues before we come back to the footballing issues. The kickoff was delayed by 15 minutes because of a, a ticketing issue. It's the fourth game Again. of the season, which two of them been delayed. The first one was Wigan's fault. The Plymouth game could have been delayed as well. I know it feels like a minor issue compared to the non-footballing things, Danny, but it is quite a big issue. These issues should have been resolved already. It's just, it is a, a black mark against the club that are having these issues. I, I mean, just uh, in my personal in my personal. Uh... Experience. I got in fine. I did, uh, and that's because I was there half an hour before kickoff. And all you need to yeah. do, uh, like, I don't, I don't know if it's because Robin fans don't understand that the new ticketing systems, like the contactless card, if you've got a season ticket, you just go mm. beep and it's in. Um, or if it's because loads of people were just in the pub and they've all just arrived on mass, and that's why there's a queue. I'm, I'm not sure, but, but like, like you say, it is a little bit of a mark about like all the issues we've had at the start of the season, like. With catering and stuff against Plymouth, you can sort of let them off because it's a lot of new people coming. And I've got a mate who is in catering. He says the amount of new people they've got is ridiculous. Like they've just got rid of the other people and brought in all the new people. And it's it, it, it's it's like trying to teach a brand new course at, at school to people who have never had any sniff of it whatsoever. You know, it's like mm. teaching people who are doing a even uh, course in IT how to do biology. Mm. You know, that, that's how new it is for some of them. But with ticketing, they've installed the new system and it's great. You know, it's an easier system because all you need to do is just effectively walk past the centre with your season ticket and it lets you in. But I, I, I don't know, I don't know what, where the issue comes into it. Do we need do we need more turnstiles? You know, is it because the, the printer's not printing the barcodes correctly? I, I'm not I'm not sure. Mm. But or, or is it just because fans are, are all turning up... Ten, 10 minutes to go from the pub and there's that many of them that it's just creating a backlog. I'm not yeah, sure. I've, I've got a solution to the tickets. To the catering, no. To tickets. Don't show up two minutes before kickoff, and then you don't have to wait in the queue. That's yeah, but... No, there's no Just hang on. We've had 10 years, almost 10 years, where this was never a problem. We'd ne I, I, I might be wrong. I think maybe this first game against Sheffield United in, in one of the pre-season friendlies when we first moved in, I think it was delayed. But we've never, ever had an issue with the previous barcode system. And now the, now the contacts, for some reason, fans haven't suddenly started turning later. That's not changed. So I accept that fans could turn up earlier. That, that, but people want to go to pub before game. That's what they want that's to fine, do. That's fine. They don't, they, they don't want to come to game that's and, fine. Have flat, 
and have a pint at pint of ground because they're not because they're not very good most of the time. That's fine. That's fine. I accept the consequence that there may be a queue. You don't, you know what I mean? I don't go to shopping on, I don't do shopping, but if you go to shopping on a Saturday morning, right? If you go shopping on a Saturday morning, right? I complain about the queue, go, oh my God, you need to do something about the queue. Don't want a Saturday morning then. Like, it just show up earlier. You want to have a pop, pint, that's fine. Wait in the queue. If you don't want to have a pint, you want to get there early, don't wait in the queue. Fact, simple. You don't like it, not my problem. What I will say is, Mick, it's a teething issue. It will get fixed. And these issues, at some point, I don't know how long this is going to take, but this will be resolved. It's just a bit frustrating. It's happened games one and two. But sort of understandable, but still frustrating. It's not understandable in my view. I I, I mean, I I don't know what the issues have been. I don't know what why people have not been able to get in, whether the ticket machine's not worked or or whatever. People are going to turn up at two minutes to kick off. It's a football match. It happens at 92 grounds or 46 grounds, whatever it is, every single Saturday afternoon. Doesn't matter where you are, it will always happen. So we know that that's going to happen. The club know that's going to happen. But the club are obviously not responsible for operating this machinery. Whoever it is that's installed the machinery has not done. It's, it's, it's just it's just not working properly, and they're responsible, and they need the backsides kicking because it's not acceptable. Uh, they need to be knocking clubs some money off of whatever, whatever, however many hundreds of thousands of pounds they're charging them for it. They need to be knocking some money off, and I'm sure Tony Stewart will be doing that. I'm sure he'll be sorting that out. In terms of the the, the catering side of stuff, um, it's poor. It's poor. But again, I think this is another new company. Whether it's the same one, I don't know. IPN, um, it's the new shirt sponsors, right? Well, they need to pull the, They need to put, get the backsides into gear because they basically what they are doing is they are doing it on the cheap. Hmm. So they're obviously been given the contract, so they may be making their profits out of all the food and everything else. They want you to do cashless transfers, cashless uh, payments, but they've only got on cash machine. So they've got somebody <laughs> taking cards off people. Taking cards off people at the counter and wandering around inside with your card to, to, to use the machine so you can't see the machine. It's not acceptable. It's no, not, not good, good enough. Um, but but it, it, it's one of those things. And I don't blame the club for that. I don't blame the club for that. You know, whoever, whatever this, this company are, IPM or whoever they are, they will have tended for this work, you know, and they'll have given them a fantastic presentation to say how fantastically brilliant they are, you know. And then when the and it's always the same with these tenders in 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 the private sector, and in the public sector as well. When the, you know the companies tender for work, they, they they're going to do this, that, and the other, and they're going to do it for next to no, and then they don't do any of it because they're not capable of doing it. They just got all they're capable of doing is giving a really good presentation to somebody, um, and that's clearly what's happened here. You don't you don't get rid of all the previous staff from doing that have been doing a job for ten years. Employ completely new people, a completely new systems, and expect it all to work perfectly well for less than, for less money. Don't happen. That seems to be what's happened with it. We're going to have to split this into two parts, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean it, it is what it is, and it'll get better, won't it? Yeah, of course it will. Um, that's just a lot of people talking about, so I think that would definitely worth mentioning. This is probably going to be another hour episode, so we've got a couple, few more minutes. Uh, before we finish off, and then we'll come back on Friday morning for the Donny game. Um, pick out a couple more good performances. Ben, I thought Coyote, forget about winning the penalty, I thought Coyote, Coyote was a threat. I thought Smith and Coyote caused them problems. When Coyote came off, I think it lo- lightened their defence's load. 
quite a lot. I've been I've been really impressed. Although he's not had a goal <laughs> threat, I've still been quite impressed by Kyoto's uh, contribution to us so far. Yeah, I thought it was better than Freddy uh, when mm-hmm. Freddy came on. It wasn't a game for Freddy. I don't think I'm not a football manager. I'm not Freddy. So I don't know if it was a game for Freddy from, from a fan perspective. I personally don't think he's a aggressive, get up in your face, derby kind of player. Mm. Uh, but I think I would just start. I mean, he is. He played better than Smith yesterday, if we're being honest. Uh, Smith got. I mean, went to Smith and had some practice at WWE and he had less. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I. I, honestly, I, I, I don't know how he stands it, really. But, uh, yeah, to be honest, I thought he played better than Smith. So, I, it's bad. I mean, uh, I don't judge people of potential, uh, but he's a good player. I think that's a fair shout. I'm, I'm impressed with him. I, I'm hoping I'm to see him a bit more. He's probably, he's probably earned himself another start. Now, whether we do do that against Donny, I don't know. What I will say is that Wednesday's defence were clearly big and strong. And that's why Freddie got no joy out of them. Because they were just big and strong and ball went long. And Freddie's never going to win those chances. Whereas Code can cause them more problems. Um, do you want to finish off, Danny? Danny we'll give, a little, give a little bit of credit to Wednesday. I thought defensively. The defensive five, four, including the keeper in the back three. I thought they were they were all really, really good. I still wouldn't take any of them on our team. But I thought they were fantastic. I thought they were really, really good. And that, that's a good base for them to build off. Yeah, I'm like the only team in the league not to concede a goal yet. Yeah. In in, in ninety minutes anyway. Um but but yeah, I mean like you say, you have to you have to give him credit. I mean, I know it, it pains us to give our local <laughs> rival credit. And again, you can clip this as much as you like. But Wednesday, Wednesday's back four and Peacock Farrell are very, very good for this division. Mm. They they could be the difference between them going up automatically. And finishing in the playoffs, you know this this opening four run of games where they haven't conceded a goal and they've won three out of the four. If they carry on that form, heading more towards Christmas, like who was it a bit ago? Was it Portsmouth a few years ago who did that, where they didn't concede a goal for ages and ages and ages? I think so. Yeah, yeah. If they have a similar run like that, plus their uh, their uh, options in attack, which are also very good for this division, I will say that that could be the difference between them going up automatically and not. You know, they could have a similar run to Portsmouth, and it and it would be down to that back four and Peacock Farrell, who, in my opinion, is far too good for this division. How Wednesday have got him on loan from Burnley, I do not know. He should be at loan in a mid-table Championship club as a minimum, like mix like mix doing. If you're watching on YouTube, could be money, and and I think we all need to get a tinfoil hat on and say, how have you? Been paying these players when you weren't paying them at the end of last season. Oh, um, but but now their back four and the keeper were very very good against us. And Peacock Farrell was the difference between us scoring and us not. I know, I know it seems like an obvious thing to say, like the, the goalkeeper's the difference yeah. between scoring and not. But he saved the penalty. All right, our other chance in the second half was a bit of a scramble, but he still kept it out. Mm. You know, their their back four limited us to two chances really. One of which was a foul by a, by a striker, which was the penalty, and then the other one dealt with it. So yeah, their their back four and their keeper, I've got very high praise for. So all of the people on social media who are abusing me uh, have that. I think your back four is very good. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, finish on us, Mick. Um, I think we mentioned this yesterday. It's uh, it's for a two part point. This I think it's a reality check for us, but at the same time, it's not something to get too down downhearted. But we beat Plymouth and Morecambe. We're not going to be up there at the end of the season. But they're six points. That's still good six points. Sheffield Wednesday. I know Ben won't like this, but Sheffield Wednesday on paper should be in and around the playoffs. But it's early days. But at the same time, it is a reality check because we still need strength and depth. We're still a striker short. We're still a fullback short. What are your views on what I've just said? It's, it's August. It's not even yeah. end of August. You know what I mean? You can't... The, 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 the league doesn't start taking shape till October, November time. You know, teams don't start gelling together and playing together. And before anybody starts, I accept that the vast majority of this team played together last season, but that's a completely different level. And in yeah. completely different circumstances with fans outside the state, fans not in the stadium as well. So the, the, the circumstances are different this year um, in, in terms of that. So it's August. Yeah, yeah, it'd be nice to get another striker in case we get an injury. It would be nice to get some some strength in depth at every position in case we get some more injuries. But we'll get what we get. We'll get what's available to us. We'll get the right people, you know, um, and, what, and, the, and the people that we can afford. Because I don't care how many times you want to shout your mouth off saying, oh, we want to spend some money. Tony Stewart needs to dig his hand in his pocket. We'll get the right people that we can afford because we'll still be here then. We'll carry on being a club, won't we? You know what I mean? And we won't have to go down to Swillsborough with begging buckets again like we did last time. Because um, yeah. apparently that happened. I don't know whether you noticed that. Yeah, apparently it did. Yeah, Somebody's mentioned people, that, you know. A couple of people mentioned it over the weekend and prior to the weekend. I, I, right. I, I, I don't know. Oh, apparently they no. contributed a huge sum towards keeping us in existence. Oh, I, right. I remember seeing this. I remember someone saying that the amount of money we got from Chef Wednesday doesn't cover the weekly wage of Lewis Wing. Ah, right. I, I remember well, seeing something about that. Yeah, it's a bit tight of them, really, isn't it? But, I mean, it were 10, 15 years ago, weren't it? Well, a bit more now. Mm. So, um, so yeah. But, I mean, we, we, you know, it is what it is. Listen, Saturday, Saturday were three points. It doesn't matter who you play. It's still three points, isn't it, we, we didn't get. Um, and, and it's disappointing. Yeah, it's disappointing to lose to them, but whatever. You know, we, we, we it's, it's, <laughs> I keep saying it, it's August. It's a long way to go. Yeah, yeah. 42 we, games left. 42 games left, but there is transfer activity needed. We'll probably cover this on Friday because we've gone long. Mm. As expected. Ben, have you got any final points you want to mention in the game, positive or negative? No. Just weren't good enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do have I do have one last point from well, involving the game, shall we say. Wrong. I don't know how I've managed this. But I've managed to rattle an entire fan base with a match report. That's all. This is beautiful. <laughs> you, you know, you know, it's like saying it's the worst thing ever written, and I'll never get a job in journalism. Uh, FYI, lads, <laughs> I've got one. Uh, well, you said that, you said that, Danny, don't you? But I mean, I've had to take a bit of advice, and we are going to close the website down on uh, on the advice of one particular tweet. Um, oh no! Because I was told that we need to close it down because it's. Um, oh no. Well, apparently it's my website. Oh, is it yours? Is it? Oh, well, yeah, you close yours down. <laughs> Where's the big red button to close it down? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been it's been fun because I knew all fans have sensitive lots, and I know you know some get triggered quite easily. I am genuinely shocked, genuinely shocked 
how triggered Wednesday fans were on Friday night. I cannot believe how much they were kicking off. And it was just glorious to watch. It was just beautiful, wasn't it? Poetry, I, emotions. Just what I was getting messages at two o'clock in the morning just going, yeah. oh, you'll never make it in journalism. It's like, I don't care. I'm going to bed. Go on. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, my, my phone oh, read off just with, with loads and loads of notifications, you know, like. 16-year-old Jonathan from Brinsworth telling me I'm a knob and, you know. I, I mean, I've got flipping... I've, I've got pairs of gazelles that have been to more football matches than Jonathan's been to. And yet I'm the, I'm the one that doesn't know what I'm talking about, you know. It's like, oh, God. It, I enjoyed it. I loved every single second of it. it, it, it it's, was great. It's, it's funny. And, and to be fair, I've been clipped now by Luton fans and and yeah. and, and then from Swillsborough. Um, so I, what I need is a Premier League oh, side in the League Two side, and I can go all, all four. The Lew- kinda... I'm not gonna lie, the Luton one was funniest because that was just unexpected. That was the yeah, first time aspect. That was that was hilarious. Yeah, it was, yeah. That was <laughs> uh, uh, that's the that's the new '92 challenge. Instead of getting to every ground of the '92, you clip by yeah. a handball the '92. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the, and by the way, I got I got someone kicking off at me for that as well because I've only been to 20 grounds. Oops, sorry, I can't afford to go to football, lads. <laughs> <laughs> for a working class area, sorry. Yeah. You know what I mean? But oh dear. But what I will say is uh, the people who I know are Chef Wednesday fans, they've been brilliant. They've messaged me with a bit of banter, which is what you do at football, and they've gone, you know what? I thought you played well, we played better, you'll be up there this season. And she's like, mm. Yeah, thanks, thanks, lads, fair enough. And I was talking to one lad on now, uh, called <laughs> called Lewis. Lewis, if you're watching this. Thank you very much. You should uh, be you made this you're, far, not, you're well not a Rodney United fan, you're a Sheffield Wednesday fan. Don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I, was, I was talking to him and we decided that there's two levels to being a Chef Wednesday fan. There's the realist, who understands they haven't been relevant since about 1991, and the delusional ones, who think <laughs> we still are relevant. You know, it, it's like we, we had we had chance coming from their fans saying that, I don't know, like there's only one team in Yorkshire and it's them. Lads, there's four Yorkshire teams who are above you, one of which is Sheffield United. All right, they're not doing very well, but they're still a division higher than you. Um, and But the realist ones are like, you know what? Our level is Championship and League One. We accept that. We move on. I hope we do well. And I hope you do well, which is nice. So thank you very much. But the ones who still think you should be in the Premier League, you know, I mean... Mm. I think it might be time to lay off the beer and, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think I mean, you're right. You're right, Danny. There are some nice ones. I had a few tweets asking me if I were all right and if I wanted a hug and things like that. <laughs> so, I mean, there are some <laughs> there are some nice ones, apparently. Yeah. I, yeah, assume, I assume they were genuine. I assume they meant it. They must have done. Yeah. There, there, there's some clear ideas. I mean, some of my best friends are Sheffield Wednesday fans. So, you know, there's some nice ones. Few and far between, but there's some nice ones. Um, so we've gone long. I'm really sorry to everybody, that's, uh, except the Wednesday fans. If you're still watching, we might just leave it recording for another hour just so you can keep watching. Just see if there's anything else. If, if you are like, no, like an Easter egg, you know, at Marvel, uh, have an hour later after credits, they have another Easter egg bit. We'll do that. I think our Easter egg is calling uh, some of the fans delusional right at the end. If they somehow clip that on Twitter, <laughs> I'll be impressed because they've made it an hour into a podcast just to find that clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean, if you are a Sheffield Wednesday fan, be aware uh, that obviously every click that you do onto onto our website and onto our uh, YouTube channel and everything else gets us each a tenner apiece. So just <laughs> yeah. keep clicking, mate, because because I'm 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 planning holiday to Tenerife next year on on back of this. Um... Oh, oh, Mick, no, that'll be their new version of begging buckets. Oh, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> 
Hey, mate, if I get a 10 refund back of it, I can beg all you want. <laughs> we don't get £10 to pump. It's fine. I wish. Um, so thank you all. That's it, yeah. yeah. Get, edit season, we get a Fredo as a thanks. Um, so thank you all for watching, listening. If you haven't subscribed on YouTube, go over there. We're nearly 300 subscribers, so thanks to everybody who's watched everything the last few days and clicked on those. Um, we will be back on Friday morning when Mick will attempt to upset another set of fans uh, as we go for the next South Yorkshire derby, which is Doncaster Rovers. Another early kickoff on Saturday. Go on, Mick. Go on quick. Why, why, why would I upset Donny fans? Why, why, would you upset, why would you upset Luton fans? <laughs> well, because it's Luton, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean I'm um, surely, surely everybody understands that. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've gone really long, so apologies we've gone long again. Two episodes in a row, but next time we will be back to normal service, probably. Um, so, yeah, we're back Friday morning for that. Subscribe everywhere if you haven't already. We do really appreciate all the Rodham fans that listen. Genuinely, we, are, we do really appreciate all the feedback and everything else. That is genuine. Thank you very much. Um, Danny, it's been a pleasure. Your match day vlog will be probably up on Monday. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, Thank no, you no doubt that'll get um <clears throat> that'll get clipped as well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, make sure you like and subscribe to that as well, Wednesday fans. <laughs> Give it a like or a dislike, I don't care, whichever you want to do. <laughs> uh, ben, I think I think you're the most likely to get clipped out of all of us because you were very praiseful. That's not a word, but yeah, you're very I mean, yeah. You should get a Barry Bannon tattoo. Yeah, maybe I should. You should get a Barry Bannon tattoo, but wearing a Rotherham shirt. That would really upset him. Yeah, it would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You need to get a tattoo of Subbench Bannon 10. <laughs> Bannon, just Bannon on his own in a Rotherham jacket, just sat on a bench. <laughs> Sorry, Ben. No, Thank you, ben. I was going to say, listen, I, I, I didn't get any abuse. So you didn't. You did. I think did I? You did. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, wow. somebody clicked you of talking about Lewis Wing. Oh yeah. Well, I don't go on Twitter, so I didn't see it. So maybe they like me. I don't know. They don't. That's a shame. Uh, and Mick, you are. Well, I don't. I can't. I can't say it anymore. Thank you very much for coming on the show. It's been. A, I enjoy it. Made uh, made a disappointing weekend a little bit more bearable, isn't it? It has a bit. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, thanks for all the show for went for the I've made it enjoyable. We do have <laughs> cheered me right up. Um we will see you all on Friday for the next episode. Thank you very, very much. See you soon. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.